One of the main defining traits of a man is the ability to take action. How do you take action? And what does it mean to actually take action? We're going to talk talk about that this week on episode 166 of The Relaxed Male. This is The Relaxed Male, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey, man. Hello, and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right. Uh, well, this week is going to be a little bit different. First off, I'm a little bit behind. We're actually, uh, I'm the, I'm getting this done on Wednesday before we're actually supposed to be uh, releasing this episode. We've had a, a heck of a time. <laughs> we're fixing, actually, I am fixing to be uh, welcoming my first grandchild, my my first granddaughter into the world. And we're not sure when that's going to happen. That is going to be any moment now. And I was out of, uh, out of the area and out of the, out of hair and out of, uh, Mike reach and everything else the, uh, for, for several days, got back here to, uh, Telk city for just a little bit. And now we're getting ready to, uh, possibly be taken off again because it didn't quite happen last time we had the baby shower, but also, uh, they were trying to move the kiddo, uh, cause she was sitting around upside down and. She wasn't having it. So apparently she's got an abnormally large head, according to what my daughter wants to say. But it's, uh, actually it's not that she's like, <laughs> I just have flyness or anything like that. It's just, <laughs> it's a joke on the dad, actually, more than anything. So, but anyhow, wanted to talk today about taking action because this is one of the things that men, boys actually really struggle with and men, just do instinctually. Men know that we have to take action. We are powered. We are driven to take action. We've got to take action. If something's not going on, it drives us up the wall. We really can't sit still. Boys, grown boys, however, no problem sitting still. No problem just being a bump on a log, doing absolutely nothing. And that's where you can really separate the the boys from the men. That's where most of the decisions are made. And I wanted to talk today. How do you actually take action? Because I know that there's a lot of guys, especially you guys going through a divorce who are realizing, holy crow, you're right. It is my fault is I I have to take at least 50% of the responsibility as to why my marriage fell apart. And that is because you did, you sat at the house and you did a whole bunch of nothing. So what do you change? How do you make a shift in what you're doing, a shift in who you are and a shift of what do you do? Well, the first thing is, is make this decision, decide, be on one side of the fence or the other. Don't just sit there and go, well, I'll see him. Oh, no, no, no. Being wishy-washy doesn't cut it. You have to make a freaking decision. All right. Now I understand. Making a decision is incredibly scary. It is unnerving. It is what uh, full of what ifs and I don't knows and all the other weird thought loop errors that you will get caught up in. But, and the reason why is because just looking at the name decision, first part of that, that word is like dissect. All right. You are separating, you're taking apart your choices. Also part of that word is scission, which means to cut. All right. So you're making a D 
decision. Now, a more a more current firm form of the word is to decide. Side that has the same sound as what genocide, as homicide, as patricide, as infanticide, as suicide. You're killing off a decision. This is why. Decisions are so freaking scary because it sounds like you're fixing to kill half of yourself. You're fixing to cut yourself in two and half of it's going to die and you're going to be half the man. And no, man, it's not the, that's not the case. Yes, you are cutting a, a choice away. You're killing a choice that you may have. You are killing, removing, dissecting, taking apart the decisions, all the the choices that you have in your life, you have to decide, do you want the apple, the red apple, or do you want the Granny Smith apple? Red Delicious, Granny Smith, Red Delicious, Granny Smith. And when you make a choice, guess what? You don't, if you choose on that Red Delicious, guess what? You're not getting that, that Granny Smith. It's just, it's gone. It's a, it's a decision that you made and you went on and you have to be able to make the decision and go on and quit looking behind you going, well, I don't know. Maybe I should have taken that. Well, should have, could have, and would have, dude. It's not going, it doesn't matter anymore. Once you've made that decision, it's done. It's over with. It's out of the way. You can't go back in time and make another decision. Make a decision. As the old proverbial saying goes, shit or get off the pot, man, because you need to make that choice. Make a decision and then stick to it. That's where so many guys get into problems. They make a decision and I'm going to do this. And I don't know. I really want to, I'm going to leave my wife behind. I'm just going to let her just live her life. Oh, but well, you know, what if I could talk her back into coming back home with me? You know, that's the type of stuff. That's the mealy mouth, wooshy, linguine, limp spine type of discussions, type of thoughts that boys have. If you want to become a man to where you might actually even be able to rescue your marriage if it's not done already, you actually have to steal your spine. And part of stealing that spine is to, when you make a decision, you stick to the decision and you carry on no matter what your wife your, uh, is, is, says about it, no matter what anybody else, you know what you have to do. You go on ahead and you do it. Another part that you want to stop doing is stop playing the ignorant game. And this is the so what do I do? I don't know. What do you think I should do? Well, what should you do? I'm not you, man. I will never be you. Your best friend, Carl, is never going to be you. He doesn't know what he needs the best more than you. You're the only person who knows what's the best for for yourself. He, Carl doesn't. I don't. Your Aunt Gladys doesn't. Nobody around knows the decisions quite as well as you. Now we can throw in our advice. We can throw in our, our thoughts, but it doesn't matter anything because throwing out to see the, uh, the, the thoughts and things like that. I'm fixing to get it, dive into that a lot more. But one of the things that we do like to do is we like to indulge in the, Oh, it feels so much nicer not to know anything because if I know, then I have to act on it. And if I act on it, you know, then it gets all messy and then I have emotions mixed in and all this other stuff. And it's horrible. And who wants to feel that way? Because, you know, just be dumb and let's be ignorant and let's not do anything. That's exactly 
what you sound like when somebody asks you, so what are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. So what do you think you should do? I, I don't I don't know. What do you think I should do? No, man, that's not the question. The question was, what are you going to do? And the answer should be, I am going to do this. If you don't know, ask yourself right off the bat. And I, I've gotten around where I ask all my men this. I hear them say, I don't know. We are I am working diligently to remove the I don't know phrase from your, from everybody's lexicon because it is a completely useless phrase. I don't know. Bull crap. Whenever I was a little kid, I used to say I don't know all the time. You know why I used to say I don't know all the time? Because then I didn't have to explain myself. Why did you punch your sister? I don't know. Then I don't have to tell, go into the whole detail of talking about, you know, well, she wanted wanted to take my my He Man figure, and I was playing with my He Man figure, and she just she didn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't say take no for an answer, and so I socked her in the arm. Well, did it make you feel a bit? Well, it made me feel better, caused her to stop. And a lot of times, I would say stuff thinking that it was a it was a good response, and I would get called as you know a smartass. I'll quit being a smartass, you know. And so it became a lot easier to one not have to worry about being called a name. By actually just saying, I don't know, playing dumb, being stupid, instead of actually stating what was actually going through my mind, I know what was going through my mind at that time. And I wanted to say it, but at the same time, I had a little part of my head going, dude, do not say that or you're going to get grounded for another three weeks. Because I would. If I made a, a remark that was con- con- conceived as being being you know, smart alecky, then it, it was, you know, my, my freedom was gone for a month. So it's easy to fall into the, I don't know game, that ignorant game, playing ignorant, playing, I, I don't know, gee whiz, how am I supposed to know? You're supposed to know by applying your thought, make a decision in your head and you will stop playing that ignorant game. You will actually go off and become a more dedicated action oriented man because you stopped with the indulgent emotion indulgent action of going i don't know because when you say i don't know you're turning your brain off because you have the ultimate excuse why do i have to think i don't know i don't know what i should do so i don't need to think any harder than what i'm already thinking because you know i don't know because i don't know is the dead end it is your brain going dude you don't want to go any further here I don't know. And it's everything after that is turned off. When in all reality, you do know, you may not want to say it. It may be scarier than hell to say it, but you can actually say the reason why, especially with you being a grown ass adult, man. Come on. You're an adult. Go off and state what it is. Well, I may make my wife mad. Well, guess what? She's leaving you anyhow. So what does it matter if you make her a little mad? It may be the thing she needs to hear. I will also stipulate that uh, you need to have a little bit of wisdom in what you say to your wife if you still are married, and you need to highly practice the 95-5 rule, and that is 95% of the dumb stuff you want to say to her, don't say, because that other 5% is going to make up for all the dumb stuff you you wished you would have said. So don't, <laughs> don't. use your 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 knowledge and the things you want to say to your wife on a very limited basis. But man, you definitely want to stop playing the ignorant game. It's not helping your manners at all. It's not helping you in your self-confidence because you're telling yourself, you don't, you don't know anything. And if you don't know, guess what? You're becoming dumber. Allow your brain to exercise. Get past the, the nervousness 
and actually make a decision. If you did know what would happen, stay to that, stick to it, and follow it. And another thing you want to not do on making a decision is asking everybody for advice. Now it's good. It's good. Ask for advice. You can, you can ask people. So if, what would you do in my decision and hear what they would, they would do, but don't make them have to make the decision for you because that is again, just your brain going, dude, I don't want to make the decision. This is too hard. Let John make the decision. So that way, if it doesn't work out, you can blame him and say, he's a moron and idiot and he screwed it all up. You're Passing your responsibility off onto John and John's just kind of going, well, dude, okay. Yeah, sure. This is what I would do. And blah, 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 blah. And 90% of the time, you're not even going to take his advice anyhow. So why even waste his time? Why ask him something that you're not even going to do? You're just trying to give out the false impression that you are trying to do a, an action that you damn well are not going to make unless you plan on taking that advice. And applying it and trying it and seeing if it fails. And more than likely it will because his advice is for him. Your advice is for you. Now, it's good to ask for advice because guys can give you some heads up on what some pitfalls may be. But at the same time, it's not going to, it's not going to be the, the end all be all of solutions until you try it and you fail and you try and you fail and you figure out how that little piece of information that he got, your friend gave to you, how it actually fits into the puzzle. Now, something else you don't want to do is sit there and be doing paralysis by analysis. That again is, you know, people going through and the actions of acting like, yeah, I'm going to get this done right. I've got a website, helped a friend put up a website, took me a day to get most of it up. Now there's still a lot more to do, but the vast majority of it up is, is up. It's ready. It's go. How did I sit there and ask him for all his words? No, I decided, you know what? I'm going to throw words up there. And if he doesn't like the words, then he can help me change them. He can tell me, dude, that is a really crappy way of phrasing it. Who, who talks like that? Well, I talk like that. Well, I think it's wrong. All right, cool. Sweet. Where does it need to be corrected? How would you like that phrase? What is the tone? You know, and I will ask questions that, to find that out. I am after information. But to go, well, let's see. I just can't really get the, the, the logo just right. No, you know what? If you're, if you're in a business, nobody cares about your guy's dang logo. I'll let you know on that one right now. That's just a bullcrap excuse for you to not take action. I've been doing this, doing coaching for almost four years now, and I just got a business card. And it's actually not even a full fledged business card. It's one of those dot cards. So it's got the, the, it's, uh, got the tap, the tap to, to, uh, to bring, anyhow, it's got an RFID chip in it. I can't think of what the actual phrase is, but anyhow, it could, I could, people could tap it on their phone and it will actually pull up a site with all my links and they can actually download that in as a contact to their phone. And you know, it's, it's cool. It's effective. It's really, it's good for the young whippersnappers out there who are having trouble, but I still don't actually have actual business cards and I'm planning on getting some. I'm going to spend, you know, $45, $50 and get a pack of a hundred and see if I can get through a hundred of those, get uh, and sell out and have to buy some more. Now, if I can talk, this would be highly beneficial. But again, I made a decision. Should I spend 40 bucks or actually it's more than 40 bucks, but over 40 bucks, like 75, I think is actually what it was for, for business cards. Or should I just spend 20 for a dot card? And I was like, yeah, Let's do a 20 for the dot card because I can just, I can just tap to, and go or they can, I can show them the, uh, the 
QR code and they can pull their stuff up and be able to download it to their phone and, and be good. You have to make it a choice. You can't be worrying about, oh, I've got to get this perfect. No, no, you don't have to do anything. Perfect. It's better to actually do stuff messy. It's better to go through life and try stuff and find out that you have just made a mess of it than to sit back and go, wow, I really wish I'd done that. You know, I really wish I had taken that action that was needed so that I could actually go to Europe sometime. I really wish I had tried writing that great American novel. You have a novel in you. Try writing it out. Most of us won't. Why? Because it's too much work. It's too hard. You have to sit down. You have to be dedicated to actually sit down and type out a whole bunch of words. Then try to see if someone, you can get someone to buy it. That's where the trouble, that's, that's a tough thing to do. And a lot of people think that you actually have to go through a, a public, uh, a publisher house. No, no, you don't. You can go through, go through self publishing. You're still going to have the same difficult time of selling stuff. It's just most of your, most of the money that you would have made is now getting divided out amongst other people because you have an editor who's helping you make your, make your work a lot better. You've got a graphic artist who's helping your, your dust jacket look absolutely amazing. You're, you've got a publishing house who's doing some selling for you and is selling and making sure that all those books get, get, you know, get printed and then sent out to Barnes and Noble on Amazon and every place else. But to be able to get anywhere close to that, you have to actually make a decision. And to make a decision, you have is going to cause you to have to make take action. And you taking action means you're not going to be playing dumb anymore. You're not going to be playing ignorant. You're going to get rid of the ignorant game. And you're going to go further down the road because the rest of the guys who you're hanging out with are going standing around with their thumbs up their butt going, oh, gee, I don't know. Should I be doing that or should I, you know, sitting there whining and crying and talking about how awful their ex-wives are. Instead of getting out there, making something of themselves, building up their mind, building up their body, building up their community, and working on what actually feeds their soul. Instead, they're staying right there in the mud, whining that their pants are dirty, but not doing anything because it takes too much effort to get out. I want you to stop that. I want you to start taking an action. Start deciding, you know what? I am not going to sit here and be the victim in my in my divorce anymore. I am going to go and I'm going to take action. I'm going to get a coach. I'm going to get a, a divorce coach and we're going to, he's going to help me get through this so that on the other side, my wife may think she has made a, made a mint, but she knows that I'm better off. I'm stronger and I am the better man. And she's going to really seriously regret doing the, leaving you for what she did. If you want to have that opportunity, reach out to me, go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching, fill out that, uh, hit the, uh, the consult button. Again, if I could talk, it would help hit the consult button up, schedule a, an appointment. We'll sit down and we'll have a consult call and we'll talk to each other and we'll find out, Hey, this is one way we can do it. This is another way we can do it. And we can get a game plan set and then you get yourself down the road and you get yourself getting, looking better in shape. You start making yourself become, you start getting yourself to be more attractive by, because you're actually working. You're going through life with a purpose. That right there is the light that attracts women and men to you like moth to a flame. And how do you do that? 
I can help you. So decide, make that decision, take the action, call me up and let's see what we can do to help each other out. All right. So men, thank you again for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Till then. Bye.